Hey, what's up, Turtle Riders? How's everyone doing tonight? Welcome to the Turtle Boy Live show. Welcome, welcome, welcome. How's the audience looking tonight? All right, 73 people. Look at I went ahead and I shared 80 people. There we go. Now we're getting up there. We went ahead and I shared the link to this stream on the various Facebook pages. Go ahead and like and follow them all. They've gained a lot of traction this week. The Uncle Turtle Boy page passed 20,000 people. I didn't even know it was close to that, but that's been gaining a lot of steam. So go follow that one, like it, share shit, comment on it, do all that good stuff. Also, the Turtle Boy Sports page closing in on 19,000. And then we got the Clarence Woods Emerson page, which is about to pass 26,000. So you do the math. We're looking at, you know, a good 65,000 there, man. Getting close to a hundo. Getting close to a hundo. So let's keep it going. Everybody go like those pages if you haven't done so already. Also, I went ahead and I tweeted it out. So go follow me on the Twitter machine. It's been almost a year since I've been back on Twitter after like a several year hiatus of not being allowed on there at all. So go follow me on there. Uh, I am at Dr. Turtle Boy. I'm also at Turtle Boy Phone. So follow both of those and uh, I promise you won't regret it. Uh, get at me, retweet me, do all that good shit. Get it out there. Okay, cool. So uh, tonight we're going to talk about a couple things. This one story kind of leads into the next. Um, and let me pull it up here. So this was uh, a story out of Enfield, Connecticut, and I'm going to, you'll see where I'm going with this. So the story out of Enfield, Connecticut that I did today, um, let's see, I, I only had time to do a couple blogs today because I had to meet with a lawyer today. I'm always meeting with goddamn lawyers, seriously. You need to pay me more. Um, so let me pull this up here. Let's go. Oh, yeah. And thank you very much for the reminder there. Hold on. Time out. Time out. We're banned from uh, collecting any donations here. So do we have the link to the goddamn? I got to save the link to this. Hold on. Time out. It was in the last episode. Time out. Had a pin to the top. Where'd it go? Oh, there it is. Okay, cool. I'm going to take the link to this right here. And I'm going to share it in the comments. And then I'm going to pin it to the top. So we're banned from any sort of monetization whatsoever on YouTube. You know, it's pretty much used to it at this point. Banned from PayPal, banned from Venmo, you name it. And consequently, we have to do this ghetto shit here, but it's kind of not that ghetto. So I just, did I pin it there? Did I post it? I'm going to pin it to the top. See this thing I'm pinning to the top right here? Pin. Okay, now it's pinned. So if you click on that, then it brings you to, uh, you can donate whatever amount of money you want. It's like, it's basically like the super chat. I get an email notification. And you can write whatever message you want on it. I'll bring your message up. Whatever you want to put on there, it's all good in the hood if you want to do that. All right. So that's how we do that. Let's see. Okay. All right. So anyway, um, you can also cash at me at dollar sign Uncle Turtle Boy if you like to do it that way. That's kind of, you know, it's a self, it's a Turtle Rider funded program at this point. We all are at this point. Uh, you know, I cannot count on a tech company. So we look for your kind of like a pbs thing except less gay it's kind of fun so anyway let's just jump right into this first story out of enfield connecticut which i've written about many times before so there is this wild 
check this out. So basically the cops get a call for a larceny in progress. And then they go over and they try to get the guy out of the car. And this is what happens. Check this out. Just step out of the car. You're starting to shut it. Step out of the car. Step out of the car, please. Step out of the car. Don't reach for anything. Keep your hands up and step out of the car. Step out of the car. Whoa! Puts Whoa! it in reverse. So there's video one. Here's video two. Check this out. Look at this cop. Oh shit. Oh shit. <laughs> Dude. Fucking crazy. And here's video three of the incident. Her, her angle. Look at they hit the cops over there. Boom. He drives away. Nobody shoots him. Somehow he doesn't get shot in all this. Now, why is that? Well, in the state of Connecticut where this happens, Enfield is actually right on the long metal line there. Yeah, it's fucking crazy, right? You guys saw those videos? It's fucking crazy. Did I freeze up there? Did I freeze up? Hello? Am I frozen? I just see... Do I have stroke face? Can you guys hear me? Time out. It's fucking frozen. Hold on. Hold on. Am I... Okay. Why am I not moving? Why am I not moving? Do I have too many goddamn windows open? Give me... Let me close some windows. Time out. Time out. Give me a minute. Uh. I have way too many windows open. Usually that slows it down. The audio is good. So I got stroke cam right now. How's my stroke game? There, there we go. All right, cool. We're back. Sound. All right. I think we're good now. So back to the story at hand. So um, because of this new law that was passed in Connecticut in 2019 by Governor Ned Lamont, it prohibits police from doing a bunch of things. Basically, you can't shoot a cops. No police officer engaged in a pursuit shall discharge any firearm into or at a fleeing motor vehicle unless such officer has a reasonable belief that there is an imminent threat of death to such officer or another person posed by the fleeing motor vehicle or an occupant of such motor vehicle. You also can't stand in front of a car either. Now, why did they pass this law in 2019? Well, there was an incident in Weathersfield, Connecticut, right near Hartford. And this is what happened. Check this out. So they go to pull over this. Is that an Acura? I don't even know. Um, they go to pull over this vehicle. And then the vehicle's like, you know what? I don't feel like stopping. I'm going to take off. Okay. So they take off. And as you see, he gets into a skid up there. He gets into a skid because he sees another cop. And he now is in the middle. He, he goes directly into oncoming traffic. This cop rams him. This cop comes over to block his ass in. But he pulls away. Now the other cop gets out of his car. Fires a couple rounds in there. 
bad guy's dead. No, we're not. Keep shooting. Keep shooting. So he's dead. So that's good. Bad guy's dead. So we don't have to worry about him anymore. And I mean, okay, here's the other angle. He pulls out. This cop runs in front of the car. The car's coming directly at him and he shoots. You could not possibly have a more clear-cut, justified shooting than that one. But, of course, liberals see that and, and they see this shitbag. Okay, they see this fucking shitbag. Just look at this guy. This is the driver. And they're like, you know what? That motherfucker is an important part of our constituency. We need him. Ventriloquist frozen, but words are working. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, hold on. Let me try to close some more windows here. I think I just have too many windows open. I think that's the problem. Give me a couple minutes here. Let me close some of these windows. Time out. I got way too many windows open. Okay, give me a couple minutes here. Dun, dun, dun. All right. Any more? Any more windows here? Holy shit, I got a lot of windows. Get rid of that one. Is that is that helping? Okay. Oh, you can kind of hear my lips move a little bit now. All right, whatever. Close porn up. No, no, no. I don't have the porno button. Don't worry. All right. So this shit bag here, the Democrats look at this guy and they're like, you know what? That guy right there, he's important. We we need to stand up for this guy. He's obviously contributing a lot to society, you know, almost killing people, ramming his car into cops, driving his car with cops, whatever. And they like, you know, I, I side with this guy. We need to do something to stop people like him from dying. You know, instead of suggesting that they, you know, obey the law or maybe, you know, punish criminals harder so that they're deterred from doing shit like this. They're like, you know, let's just make it illegal to stop. Let, the cops are the problem here. The cops are the problem here. So this cop who, as you can see, he's black. Uh, he gets cleared in this and he's now being sued. Uh, by Ben Crump, the guy who came down for the Michaela Miller scam. Because I guess Puerto Rican lives matter too. So they're suing now. I don't know if that's going to go anywhere. But then last year, Governor Ned Lamont signs another police reform bill that makes it even harder for cops. Now cops can be sued because they want to get rid of qualified immunity. Qualified immunity is like for doctors and stuff. Like every, like every public servant has qualified immunity. If you do something on the job, in the course of your job that gets somebody hurt or killed, you should not be, you know, sued personally. The city should or the whatever, you know, the insurance policy. But like qualified immunity gets rid of that. I don't know what they're hoping to solve besides like making good cops quit or people are just not going to do their job because it's like it's not worth it to get sued. So now they've gotten rid of qualified immunity. Now cops in Connecticut are scared to shoot their guns and uh, they would have been completely justified in shooting their guns at that shit bag today or whenever that was the other day. But they were, I, I mean, I guarantee some of them like this guy is black. We're white. This is not going to, I don't need Ben Crump down here again in our state causing some shit, causing some ruckus. No, thank you. So anyway, um, this guy chimes in. Tim Vergian, 
who's a he goes idiot police department. <laughs> Did you guys see this? How'd you let him get away? Did you idiots think I'd be quiet? How sad you let him get away. Pathetic. He's got a lot to say about this, this guy. He's telling people, wow, how can you let him get away, idiots? And then you search this guy's name. He works at the post office. And he used to be an Enfield police officer, but he was fired in 2005 for drinking and driving during a hit and run. And the best part was, moreover, Vergian admitted that when he returned to his Enfield home after the accident, he drank a couple of beers and a shot and started to wipe down the front of the truck. So he's like, you know what? I'm already drunk already. I might as well keep keep drinking. So what is my segue to Rachel Rollins with this, right? So this is basically this criminal justice reform shit. It's all the same shit, just different states, and it's all packaged by liberals, right? And they love it. But Rachel Rollins is kind of the queen of this. She's one of the most famous ones in the country. She's one of the worst of them all. And the worst part about Rachel Rollins is that I feel like I did a big story on her family and her shitbag brothers. She Remember, she came up with a list of 15 things, crimes that she's not going to prosecute as district attorney of Suffolk County. Well, they were like trespassing. There's 15, but nine of them were crimes that her brothers or sisters committed, including two of them that were currently incarcerated when she got into office. So she comes from this family full of just the worst criminals. And that's why she wants to let it off because her she got her brother got out of jail right after this happened. Not even exaggerating. That literally happened in real life. So she has her hearing on Capitol Hill today. But also, besides just that whole criminal justice thing, there's also the incident that happened on Christmas Eve in South Bay at the South Bay Mall, a road rage incident. And uh, uh, a woman by the name of Katie Lawson was uh, down there. We've had her on the show before. And this woman uh, got, you know, they had a minor traffic disagreement. And Rollins got out of the vehicle. And she basically threatened her and said, uh, I forget the exact wording. She could probably fill me in on. But it was something to the extent of, like, today is not the day to fuck with me. Uh, And then she threatened to arrest her or at least give her a ticket. And then she put her blue lights on and went through a red light and got the fuck out of there. And she had, it was a state vehicle and she had her kids in the backseat. She went on the Howie car show later on with me and we battled it out. And she claimed she didn't know who I was, but she knew who I was. So anyway, she's been nominated for United States attorney by sleepy Joe Biden because elections have consequences. And on top of that, now the Democrats control the Senate because we lost the Georgia runoff elections because Trump told Georgia Republicans that the election was rigged so they didn't bother voting. So we lost that too. So good go. I mean, this is why you fucking idiot Trump won fucking morons out there are killing us. You're killing us. Because like morons did not show up because they're like, well, there's no point. It's all rigged. Duh, Trump won. Well, you motherfuckers cost us the Senate. And now Rachel Rollins might become United States attorney unless we can flip one. There are 50, it's a 50-50 tie. 
And because they control the White House, Kamala Harris breaks all ties. Yeah, thank you, dimples on ass. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Um, because the, uh, you know, they control the Senate now, we need to flip one of those senators. If, assuming all 50 Republicans vote against her, we would need to flip one. And there's really only two that are wishy-washy all the time on everything. And that's Joe Manchin from West Virginia and Kirsten Cinema, the smoke show, uh, bisexual, bisexual chick from Arizona. And they, you know, they go both. She's bisexual in several ways. She goes both ways in the Senate, too. So we need to really push them because this comes up. Usually these are like routine appointments. These are routine appointments in which, um, you know, the Senate Judiciary Committee, there's 22 members of it. They just rubber stamp it. Like nobody gives a shit about who you, the United States attorney in Massachusetts is. Nobody cares. Like if you, if you're Senator Tom Cotton from Arkansas or Senator whatever, you know, like T Cruz or Holly or any of these Republicans on the committee or Thune from South Dakota, you don't give a shit about who the attorney general is in some state you're never going to go to. But this woman is so controversial that it got her attention. However, it wasn't just her controversial nature. It was also the fact that Katie Lawson has not stopped with this shit. If you follow her on Twitter, which you should, she has been like relentless in her pursuit of Rachel Rollins. Relentless. Constantly uh, contacting uh, Senator's office, got in contact with Senator Cotton's office. Um, I, I don't know. If, but she, I'm going to have her on now. And we're going to show some of this uh, committee hearing today because they, they they all talked it out and they said their things. And 11 Republicans voted to not confirm her and 11 Democrats voted to confirm her. Now it will go to the Senate body where, again, we have to flip one. We got to flip one in order to keep her out. So let's bring on Miss Lawson. Now. Let's... Hi, Katie. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm all right. I'm all right. So, um, you uh, obviously you watched the whole hearing today and everything. I did. What did you? Uh, what did you think of it? Um. Uh, well, it was it was great. Um, for nine months, I wanted my story to be heard, and Warren and Marky and Rachel herself challenged that for me. Um, but I got it done. So at the end of the day, her character is what got exposed. Um, and I made sure that it happened when I got to see Senator Tom Cotton tell the story of what she did to me and what she did to um, Patricia at Boston 25. And oh, that was okay. my goal. Yeah. That, that was my thing. goal. That was the other thing was the uh, that kind of goes the way she treated the media was absolutely insane. Let's rewatch that video because I can never get enough of that video. The way she treated the Boston 25 news reporters who showed up at her house after this was first reported, which she apparently thought was off limits. And she threatens to have these women uh, arrested. Let's see here. Uh, oh, I forgot the good part. Or she says, I'm going to, let's see. She even threatened to file a false release. Let's see. Who do you think you are? Get, this is private property. Get out of here. Get out. And you know what I'll do? I'll call the police on you and make an allegation. And we'll see how that works with you. So the rantings of a white woman get you here and scare my children. Get off of our private property. <laughs> it's not private property. So, um, And I'm told that her kids weren't even home. I actually just was told that the other day. Really? Somebody, yeah, somebody in the media reached out to me and they were like, just for the record, 
you, her children weren't home. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Like, look at this. I swear and to God. I swear to God, I'm dead serious. I will find your name. You can ask me somewhere else. Do not have a camera. I could give you my name. I'm on the news, bitch. I will have you arrested. I swear to God. My children are going to be hurt. So that's not good. All right. So this actually gets brought up today at Capitol Hill by Senator Cotton, you said? Yes. Okay. So let's watch um, some of that. I have the whole Senate Judiciary uh, hearing here. Let me pull it up. Share screen. First, we're going to watch Senator Cotton from Arkansas, who you've speaking, you've spoken to his people, correct? Yeah, his chief counsel. Excellent. And now Fox News said they were going to interview you, and then they never did, right? Yep. Yeah, they claimed that they were flying out here today, today, actually, to interview me and ask for the documentation. They also asked for the documentation that I had on my contacts with Warren and Markey because they just disregarded and ignored me. Um, yes. So they asked for that as well. And I, I mean, I sent them. They never yeah. got back to me, but I sent them. They're out there. I mean, I'd Fuck share you. them a hundred times over. So, but I'm yeah. not surprised. They suck. They suck. They've screwed me over too. So let's watch uh, Senator Cotton here talk about Rachel Rollins. So this is Senator Dick Durbin. He runs the whole committee from. Oh, and if you guys oh, are man. listening, when you're listening to Dick Durbin, he's going to make references to the globe is where he got some of the percentages for that he was using to support Rachel. Oh, really? Okay. Did he? Yeah. And now you spoke with the Globe. You were just interviewed in the Globe yesterday, correct? Yeah, by their Washington, D.C., uh, I guess, affiliate or co-writer. He was actually there today while it was happening, tweeting live. So he's the one who actually um, asked me questions through somebody locally and then um, go ahead and wrote a story. Yeah. And I was in another story today as well from them. Oh, two stories. Yeah. So either way, I mean... The odds of her getting through at this point, I think, are pretty good. Yeah. But, you know, you were a thorn in her side, so you should be happy about that. You accomplished something here, no matter what happened. So let's watch uh, Tom Cotton. So I, want I want to respond to some, to some of the points that Senator Durbin made last week and, and, and this week. week. Uh, as he, he said, said, three, three times, times in the Trump, Trump administration, U.S. attorneys were held over. So there is precedent for that. There are three times in which the committees had roll call votes on U.S. attorneys. It's been 28 years. So I acknowledge that while... There, there is precedent. precedent. It, it is, is rare. rare. It's unusual. But I also have to say it's also rare for the president to nominate a radical pro-criminal prosecutor for U.S. attorney position. It's true. Give it to her time. Rachel Rollins is oh. the very epitome Hold on. of a Soros prosecutor. It's generous to call her a prosecutor at all. For those who may not know what the term means, Soros prosecutor refers to the wave of so-called progressive political activists who in the last five years, backed by wealthy liberal mega donors like George Soros have run for local district attorney positions throughout the country with the express purpose of igniting revolution and destroying our criminal justice system from within. Is there still an echo? Rollins, like San Francisco's Chesa Boudin and oh, Philadelphia's guy. Larry Krasner and Los Angeles's George Gascon, or out to destroy the criminal justice system from within. That's not hyperbole. That's not my language. She literally said in an event last year when she was speaking about what she calls an unjust criminal justice system, that her purpose as a prosecutor is to quote, 
dismantle it from the inside. Oh. End quote. In March 2019, shortly after being sworn in as district attorney, Rollins also said in an interview Hold that on. she was I gotta, I gotta hear what going to battle. Like. I got to hear what this sounds like. Is there, there's an echo. And as district attorney, Rollins also said Why in an interview that echo? she was I gotta, I gotta hear what going to battle. Like. It's not that bad. I, it's not that bad. Let's just keep playing. Against the U.S. attorney over three areas where she didn't think we should be prosecuting criminals at all. Immigration, marijuana, and opioids. Let that sink in. The local district attorney decided that her mission was going to be trying to stop the United States attorney from doing his job and enforcing the law on matters like opioids. Now, now she, she wants, wants to be given that job. In an effort to indict our entire criminal justice system as hopelessly beyond saving, Rollins, just like Boudin and Krasner, created what they called a Truth, Justice, and Reconciliation Commission. And founding that organization, they wrote the following, quote, the thing we call the justice system in the United States has been a cruel and oppressive force of injustice for all marginalized communities. Marginalized. Mr. Rollins went on to say, quote, this isn't a bug in the system, but a feature. It's operating exactly the way it was designed and built to function. An indictment of the very criminal justice system she now seeks to lead on behalf of the Give it to her, Tom. Give it to her. But she's not just saying crazy things. She's put her pro-criminal agenda into practice. True. Even before she became a district attorney in Boston, she put out a list of 15 crimes that, by default, she will not allow her prosecutors to pursue without supervisor approval. What are they? What are they? That list includes things like trespass, trafficking. Oh, there they are. She has issued that list as the Do Not Prosecute Directive once she took office. Uh-oh. That's, That's right. right. In, the In the midst of a, a national drug, drug crisis with more than 90,000 likes to claim that avoiding prosecution for criminals makes them less likely to be prosecuted for crimes in the future. Circular reasoning akin to closing your eyes to crime before excitedly declaring that you no crime at all. Rollins' jurisdiction has seen enormous increases in drug overdose deaths since she's been in office. When Rachel, Rachel Rollins, Rollins first became, became the district attorney, for well, Southern she doesn't County, like to go. In fairness, opioid overdose. She doesn't like to go to the South Bay Mall because there's too many junkies. Since then, the county's EDP. Opioid overdose too many EDPs. Yeah. Become too the many EDPs. Exactly. Growing overdose death numbers in Massachusetts, it's far outpacing the neighboring counties in and around Boston. Ooh. Miss Rollins appears to measure success as a prosecutor not by how many victims and innocent people she protects. But rather, but rather how, how many, many criminals she keeps from facing consequences. If she's confirmed as the U.S. attorney, the cartels and the gangs that are fueling violence and death in our communities will be lethal. If Rachel Rollins wants to advocate for criminals to be released instead of for the law to be enforced, there's a place for her in our government. It's called the Public Defender's Office. Ooh. But with Rollins as a like prosecutor in like name only... <laughs> The criminals have two advocates in the courtroom, the prosecution and the defense, while the victims of crime would have none. And finally, I just want to mention that it's not just her radical pro-crime stances that make her Oh, is this you? For this is this where we talked about you? Okay. It also appears to have a serious lack of judgment and temperament problems as well. Uh-oh. In one totally bizarre episode, 
Boston media reported an inherent instance of road rage by Miss Rowland in a shopping mall parking lot on Christmas Eve last year. And she made the final four ratchet matches. According to a complaint filed with the Boston Police Department against Miss Rowland, she tried to use her SUV to force another vehicle out of the merge lane, threatened to write the driver a ticket, turned on her sirens, which I don't know why a prosecutor has in the first place, and then fed on through a red light. Yes, give it to her. Then when a local news crew tried to ask Miss Rowland about the incident two weeks later, she responded by threatening the news crew. On, on video, video saying, saying, quote, I'll, I'll call the police on you to make an allegation and we'll see how that works for you. <laughs> she later tried to justify this by saying she thought the news camera. She sh he should have said the rantings and ravings of a white woman. Case. That was the best line. I know, but we'll I'll take you know time. I can't say that. He'll be he'll be attacked for saying that. Question, True. But there's no question that the professional judgment is terrible. So while I will grant that it is unusual to have a recorded vote in this committee or on the floor. Yes, it is. It is like, that's good. For President Biden, Thirty years. As a Four three other times United in history. It's only happened three other times. Consistently sides with criminals. Wow. And our responsibility as a United States senator is to ensure that we do not confirm pro-criminal activity. Like I guarantee, if if Joe Biden was asked tomorrow. Who is Rachel Rollins? I guarantee you, he's like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> like, I don't know. There's no way he knows. Wait, does Rachel he Rollins. even make any statements on his own anymore? No, like, he's yeah, not running, I mean, he's not running the show. He's not running the show. Like, somebody's just like, who? Okay, who am I nominating here? Okay, her. Okay, she's good. Okay, Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> okay, we're gonna put her in there. Yeah, she, she'll work. And he doesn't fucking know. Like, if he knew any of this shit, he wouldn't have bothered. Obviously, but he doesn't. I mean, make I did. Any decision. I, I did write to the White House. I mean, I know he would never see it, but I did write. <laughs> That's like writing to Santa Claus. It's I like, know, you know, but I need the effort. <laughs> yeah. Um. So let me. Uh. Let, let's watch. Let's watch Senator Cruz in the next one because Cruz. Oh, this lit, one's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Cruz litter. This is what Ted Cruz does better than anybody. This is why. He can never be president. He must always be a United States senator because this, he was meant for shit like this. It was hilarious. I don't I I don't like him, didn't, but today he had me dying. It was fucking hilarious. <laughs> well, I loved him today. Not a crime, according, according to this, to this radical. radical. B &E, which, which all of us who watch Law and Order, order knows that stands for breaking and entering. entering. In, in, into, into a vacant property to sleep or escape the cold. Okay. That sounds kind of reasonable. All right, a vacant lot, it's cold, you're going there. All right, I, th that, that actually on the list, you can understand the reasoning. If it's cold, you're breaking into a vacant lot. I, you know, I mean, it's vacant, there's not anyone there to be hurt. You can understand that one. And at least she has the good sense to say it's got to be vacant because that way no people, no innocent people will be hurt, right? Well, what's the next one on the list? B&E into a non-vacant property to sleep or escape the cold. Well, what's a non-vacant property like, I don't know, your home? So, so apparently what she's saying is if it's cold outside, it is no longer a crime for somebody to break into your home so they can trespass on your property. They can break into your home. They can commit larceny and apparently sleep in your living room. I want each of you to imagine look, okay. there, there, there's an element of how would you answer one of your constituents if someone is doing this? And the answer from the prosecutor is we will always dismiss the case. 
What else won't she prosecute? Wanton or malicious destruction of property. I don't know about you, but wanton and malicious are typically pretty bad. Ain't a crime under her. What else? You could say, well, at least none of these are, are violent, right? Well, breaking into a non-vacant property, that, that has the potential for violence. You know what else is not a crime? Threats. You can make a direct threat. You can threaten innocent people. You, you can, can threaten, threaten children. children. You, you can, can commit, commit threats. Which she not did. Not a crime. What well, else is not did. a crime? Minor in possession of alcohol. Kids apparently drink like crazy, guys. Party when you got it. What else is not a crime? It's not just alcohol. Okay, you got kids with beer. All right, that's not the first time that's ever happened. Well, marijuana possession. Possession of marijuana paraphernalia. That's fine. Okay. Relax. You got some recreational pot. There's some jurisdictions that legalize that. Understand that. Well, but it's just the users, right? It's the low level guys. Nope. What's the next one they don't prosecute? Possession with intent to distribute. So if you're a drug dealer, get yourself to Massachusetts. You know, it used to be that you had to pay off a prosecutor and have a corrupt prosecutor on the payroll to get out of jail. Now you've got someone who's just openly saying, drug dealers, come to Massachusetts because we don't prosecute people for possession with intent to distribute. And by the way, you might say, well, it's just marijuana. There are a lot of places that say marijuana is not too bad. Well, what's the next one on the list? Non-marijuana drug possession. So could be pot, could be, I, I, I haven't studied the details of that crime, but I'm assuming non-marijuana drug possession includes heroin, includes crack, includes cocaine, includes fentanyl, PCP, LSD, all of those, hey, if you got kids, a lot of us on this committee have kids. I don't know. I would be kind of dismayed by a prosecutor who says, if there's a drug dealer in my kid's school with a backpack full of fentanyl selling it to other kids, we're not going to prosecute them. But apparently the Democrats on this committee are not dismayed. And by the way, on the question of do you support cops or not, the last one on this list is really incredibly revealing. Resisting arrest. Police officer goes, confronts someone who's violent. They're violent. They engage with them. They resist arrest. What's the prosecutor say? Man, it really stinks to be you. I'm sorry you chose to be a cop, but it's open season. Apparently, resisting arrest is now the standard way of interacting with the police in Massachusetts. This is lunacy. And by the way, to make clear, that her policy of not prosecuting anything is consistent with her advocacy of abolishing the police. Here's what she said uh, at an earlier public gathering. Rollins also spoke about the much discussed concept of defunding the police. Okay, let's find out. Where is she on defunding the police? She said that defund is not the verb she would use. Okay, that's good. I'm sure every Democratic talking point is going to take that portion of the statement. She wouldn't use the, the, the verb defund, but rather reimagine, okay, reimagine, maybe good, maybe bad, hard to tell. Reimagine, reimagining police. That is like their favorite slogan. Just, they had a meeting one time. There was like an email and they're just like, hey, we're not going to call it defund. That doesn't pull well. We're going to call it reimagining. Whatever the fuck that means. Re like, okay, we're going to imagine them without any money. 
and like a and, lot smaller. <laughs> but you know, and so, reimagine anyway. how we're all going to be safe. Yeah, exactly. We're going to re. This isn't like fucking crack, you know, central. Or reallocate. Now, anyone who knows anything about defund means take the money out of, take, get away their funding. Reallocate means take the money away, get away their funding. And she explains, she, she, she elaborates on this. I think we're asking the police to do far too much. I think we can reimagine and reallocate some funding. Take money away from the cops. Those are her views, and I'll give you... To have, to have a, a sense, sense of, of just, just how extreme this, this nominee is, I want to point to Art Acevedo. Senator, Senator Corbin knows Art Acevedo. Acevedo. He used, he used to, be to be the chief, chief of police in Austin. Austin. He, used he used to be the chief, chief of police in Houston. He's now in Miami. Art is a Democrat. He is a partisan Democrat. Art is an ambitious partisan Democrat. He has his eyes on higher office. No one has ever missed that about Art. Art is now the president of the major cities' chiefs' association. I've had a lot of disagreements with Art Acevedo. Here's what liberal Democrat Art Acevedo says about Rachel Rollins. Quote, people like Ms. Rollins are, quote, going so far that we're putting the criminal and their interest in front of the victim's interest. So I started these remarks by saying transparency matters. I assume moments from now we're going to vote and we're going to have a party line vote. And every Democrat just going to go ahead and vote for this candidate. You're not going to have listened to anything the Republicans have said. And then you're going to go tell your constituents, what do you mean? I don't support abolishing the police. Well, give it to them, Ted. Transparency matters. You, you now know, know her, her record. record. If, if you, you believe... believe that we, that we should, should actually, actually prosecute, prosecute crimes. If, if you believe that people shouldn't trespass on your property at home, shouldn't be able to break into your home, shouldn't be able to shoplift, shouldn't be able to resist arrest, arrest shouldn't be able to commit threats, and have someone who is ostensibly the prosecutor immunize them and allow that conduct, and there's only one thing to do, which is vote. And let, and let me say, say I, I find it amusing, amusing we're having an argument about whether this is a roll call vote or not. I agree, it should, it should be a voice vote, vote. we should unanimously reject this nominee. That would be, if we were in the land of reason, that's what we would do. But we're instead in partisan polarization, and so every Democrat will happily, like Pravda, vote I, and then pretend you didn't. But facts are stubborn things, and anyone who reads this document knows exactly what kind of radical this prosecutor is. Wow. That was fantastic. That was it was great. great. Like, that was great. Especially the ending part there. I, I liked what he said to how basically he said, uh, you're going to go home and you're not going to tell your constituents about this. Cause it's just another stupid vote you made. And, but your constituents, no matter what state you're from, they don't support defunding the police. Like that is a radical thing that moderate Democrats don't support. But here you are just voting party lines because this is Biden's person. Biden has nominated this person. So you're just going to do it. And nobody has the balls to cross party lines. Hopefully, yep. Sinema or Manchin can. Hopefully. We'll see. Um, so when are they voting? Do you know? I don't know yet. They have to actually have a vote to determine if they can have a vote. Well, they voted, they voted 11-11 today. At the yeah. And then, and then they have – so – 
they have to hold an additional vote by full Senate just to bring her nomination back up. Oh, okay. So like Chuck Schumer or whatever has to initiate like a, another vote a full Senate to then bring her nomination back up. And then the whole Senate will vote on whether or not to confirm her. That's my understanding of it. Do you know when that happens? No, not yet. Okay. And I'm sure you'll be all over that. You know it. Yes, of course you will. So, because I just want to have time to like get cinema and mansions. I actually talked to her aide. Did you really? How did that? Yeah, like two days ago. Um, I told him everything. Um, asked you know, I actually had him pull up the the video, the Boston Twenty Five video, while he was on the phone with me. I said, "Can you make sure you know how to find it?" Then I had him pull up Howie Car Show when he was on the phone, and I was like, I just want to make sure, you know, I just want to make sure you can find it, so that's how I knew he would definitely see it, um, and, he, and he said that the senator would probably not call me back, because I don't live in the state, but he assured me that he was going to, to you know, he took notes while we were speaking, and he was going to pass it on, and he was going to show her the videos. So we should get, I know we definitely have some turtle riders here from Arizona, we got a couple, someone from Tucson, I think that's Heidi, is there, so that's your senator. Contact her. Get on it. Activate turtles. And they have to respond to you because you live in your state. I guess that's the rule. You live in that state. Uh, Yeah. And I like, I actually, when I called, I finally figured out how to get calls back. And I just called and said that I was calling about a public safety matter and never left any other information. So that's why they called me back. There you go. There you go. So uh, we're going to get their emails. Maybe I'll call during a live stream one of these days during the day and just call them up and see if I can get someone in their office and see what happens. But we're stronger in numbers. So I'm going to start, I'm going to put a blog out and I'm going to tell everybody just bombard them. I, first of all, I think it's great that I think it's hilarious that you sent the Howie Carr one. Cause I'm on that one. So that means that oh, everything some- was, I, yeah. Are you kidding me? I was like the, the TB daily news interview on the <laughs> Howie Carr show, blah, blah, blah. Cause why you and I are not getting credit. We need to get credit. So, well, I think you definitely are, but not, not nearly enough. Uh, I'll tell you that much. I mean, it is what it is. I'm just glad that my voice was heard. She told me to try her. I tried her. And now she sat at home doing whatever she was doing while she actually listened to Tom Cotton explain that that happened. So I tried you. Yes, that is awesome. And now Um, it's on like, it's a historical moment. So that means it's recorded in the federal Senate, whatever the Senate hearings documents the incident because he's bringing it up. So therefore it's there forever. Yeah. Did you see this moron? Oh, God, yeah. Cory Booker. Oh, have you ever seen him talk before? No, but Lauren, she's she's on here. Her and I were, talk, were talking about him earlier. He, he's, he's, a real, he's a real peach. He's a real peach, this guy. Oh, yeah. We're all waiting for Cory to come out of the closet. It's going to be I Corey's mean, but closet. it does piss me off. Sorry not to interrupt you, but I'm going to. Um, go, go. That she has all these letters that supposedly came in, supposedly oh, yeah. came tell, in tell from the Massachusetts State Police. Um, what the heck is his name? Mahomes, I don't know, whatever. The head of Mass, Mass State Police, the, the head Colonel of Suffolk County Sheriff. Really? Um, Deval Patrick, not surprised. Governor Weld. Um, I have, there, there's, there's a lot more, but a lot of them were law enforcement um, personnel. So you either want or gone that bad or I'm just confused because all the police officers that actually have reached out to me personally through this tell me different. 
There isn't a cop in this state that like. I mean, Rachel Raleigh. There is not a single cop that said, didn't. Did you say Willie Gross? Willie Gross wrote her a letter of yes, recommendation. Yes, Commissioner. Yes, he did. That is shock. Are you sure it was Willie Gross? I'm like ninety-seven percent sure, but I can double check that after. But it, when you watch that, when you if you watch the rest of that video that I sent you, the link, you'll hear it. Um, you'll hear them bring up some of the letters. I'm like ninety. Seven percent sure. Um, up, Dick Durbin or almost all of them. Yeah. So let me play some of. Uh, they all said the same. It's they just all said the same thing. <laughs> yeah. We 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 call him. Uh, we call him uh, Spartacus, or um, we we also call Mister Potato Head. He's such a dramatic asshole. Like this guy, one of the top five biggest assholes in the Senate from New Jersey, of course. Listen to him. Why does she have Republican leaders? They're not from Arkansas, but are from her community that are writing to this committee testifying. Republican leaders. Because Bill Weld's not a Republican. They're not pro-criminal. They're not pro-criminal activists. They're not radical. They're not igniting revolutions. They know the candidate. Oh, shut up. And they have worked with her. And they have given her her support. Law enforcement leaders. Some of them I note of both parties who swore an oath, who are members of this community, who see what, what this person, person does. This asshole always talks. They didn't like write in saying, stop the radical revolutionary, stop the radical pro-criminal, stop the pro-criminal activist. They wrote to testify to her commitment to public safety. Fellow prosecutors, again, of different philosophical backgrounds oh, wrote to up, this committee who actually know her, who have met so her, who have him. He does this whole speech. And, and, and John Kennedy has a decent speech. Then a radical. Coons uh, talks. He's a fucking moron from Delaware. Soros prosecutor. Um, both you and other members of the committee have Look at uh, entered guy. a series of rebuttals. Then the, old, if I oh, might, then the, the dumbest senator, senator a, the dumbest, I swear to God, this is the dumbest Maisie Hirono is the dumbest person to ever serve in Washington, D.C., which is a hard fucking... She thinks, and this is what she thinks is insane. Yes. Yeah, she thinks... This, this is insane. Yes. This is what this fucking idiot has to say. Pro-criminal radical is... Uh, I think that's really quite insane. <laughs> really. Because oh. I, I should think that we should care about facts and workers and, and when you characterize a person uh, as a pro-criminal radical it's it uh, strains believability all right calm down, definitely Mr. not been made actually i would like to have a u.s attorney who actually thinks about what we should do uh in terms of prosecuting crimes not just let's just prosecute everybody you know oh, she's, oh you know she, she came up with a list of uh, for Declination and erosion policy for 15 crimes, all rebuttable. And why does she do this? Well, according to her, this policy reflects two goals. Oh, gosh. I think. Okay, so she talks, and then Diane Feinstein, who's a thousand and two years old, talks. And then Pat Leahy. Who's even uh, fucking older than her, I think. He talks from Vermont. And then Karen Klobuchar talks with her uh, fucking US cut there. Minnesota. This is quite a long time. It was and then Tricky Dick Durbin talks. 
And then Ted Cruz saves the day and then they vote for it all. I wish I could have heard Josh Hawley talk, but you know, there wasn't enough time. So anyway, they vote to, uh, they, they vote 11, 11 along party lines, just like Ted Cruz said it would. And, um, yeah. So anyway, um, we'll see what happens with this. Do you have anything else to add? No, I just want to say, obviously, thank you to you and all the turtles. Like I've actually, some of you guys have become my friends, um, through all this. And honestly, you allowed me a platform more than once to, to speak on it. You, you know, you defended me from the beginning before you even had a conversation with me so that, you know, I appreciate that. And, Honestly, if it wasn't for your guys, you know, the support and the encouragement that you guys showed me, I, I don't really know if I would have been able to keep up the motivation to do it. So I do want to just, you know, say thank you to all of you guys, because the encouragement is really what kept me going. Well, thank you. And we thank you more than anything uh, for obviously keeping it up with this woman. Just ne I mean, I wouldn't have the energy to do what you do. You tweet. You've been tweeting about this woman for fucking months. You're like the little Nine. engine that could. For nine months with your, you got like 200 followers on there, but you just don't stop and you catch the attention of important people. And, uh, you know, she, she is being grilled and this is a difficult thing because of you. So no matter what Thank happens, you. Or you, you're going down in the history books is like <laughs> you fucking caused this woman. And honestly, like, I like your theory before what you said to me before, how you think that people like Willie Gross and some of these other people and the, the, the sheriff or whatever, Suffolk County that they want, they just want her out of Boston. Mm -hmm. so like, let's make her U S attorney. And then she won't be our problem anymore. That's actually. And I, and I, yeah, I mean, and I just believe that based, like I said, off the feedback that I was getting, police officers were messaging me um, in, in the comments that I saw through articles, but it, a, a lot of the messages that I was getting directly from police officers are telling me otherwise. So I do think that, you know, and yeah. everybody wants to save face and, and just do whatever everybody else is doing. That's the way that it works in Massachusetts. But, yeah. and the one, the one last thing is I really would have loved to see Marky and Warren's face when Tom Cotton brought the situation up when I they know, ignored me for so long. It just, it, I didn't need I you did, to get I, hurt. Yeah. I guarantee they don't know who you are. I get like they, nope. they, You talk to some aide who probably like the gatekeepers to these senators, they think they're fucking so special and they're yep. just, just assholes, you know? So but there you go. Well, thank you for coming on. I appreciate it. Thank you for having have, me. Have a good night. You too. Bye. -bye. bye. Okie dokie. So, um, yeah, so we'll see what happens with that. Uh, it's all related. I'm telling you guys, it's all related to that Enfield story. One leads to another. It's a general philosophy of lawlessness that we have to decide what kind of society we want to live in. One where criminals are, you know, favored by politicians. Like they can act like it's not, but clearly they are like, why are we passing laws that says cops can't shoot at moving vehicles? Like that's fucking crazy. If a vehicle is like going to hurt someone and try to just shoot them, that's it. Don't fucking drive away. Like that's it. It's really not that fucking hard. It really isn't that hard. So, um, okay, cool. Anything else uh, you guys want to talk about? Uh, Diane, uh, Diane, did, were you able to get a hold of that ratchet from the Big E? Can we get her on? Is she available? If so, let me know. I'll send her the link. Because she said she wanted to come on. Because uh, here's the deal for this weekend, guys. No regular live show this weekend. I got a wedding on Saturday night. I got to go to. So that's out of the question. And then Sunday night, Brady's coming to New England. So what I'm going to be doing on Sunday is I'm going to be live streaming like I did with the Bruins. And maybe Brett can join me. And maybe anyone else that wants to join me can join uh, as well. 
and we're just going to watch the game together and shoot the shit. And, you know, you can have it on the background while you have the Patriots on your TV, you know, at home. And we'll just shoot the shit, man. We'll have a watch party. And I'll tell you one thing. I don't, like, I was on Jerry this morning talking about this. I don't know what these fucking people are talking about, about the Bucks are going to kill us. Stop it. Stop it. We're, they're going to get up for the big game. Trust me, guys. Trust me and believe. They are going to get up for the big game. I know it's going to happen. It's going to be electric. Mac's going to be great. The weakness, luckily, of the Buccaneers is their secondary. Richard Sherman's a 1,000 years old. They got him. Uh, and, you know, I think – so I think – if we don't win, I think it's going to be a very close game. If we don't win, I think that it's going to be – they're going to win. How fitting would it be if the Bucks won on like a, a last-minute game-winning drive by Brady to set up like a field goal or some shit like that? But maybe the field goal kicker misses because he's not Vinatieri. How about that? How about that for an ending? Maybe Brady only won those Super Bowls because of Vinatieri. I don't know. We'll see. So, yeah. Um, I like the Pats chances this weekend. They're only six and a half point dogs. I mean, we're home, man. They're going to be, what are all these people so down on them for? I mean, we could have won that. We could have, we could be three and oh, right now we could, we should have beat Miami. We should, I don't know if we should have beat new Orleans, but there's some things that we could have done to win that game. Yeah. Brady knows Belichick better than anyone and vice versa and vice versa. Stop. Okay. You guys. Oh, ye of little faith. Oh, ye of little faith. We will see what happens. We will see what happens. Oh, come on, guys. Come on. I like that. $1,000 donation to Turtle Fund of Pat's win. There we go. Why are you guys acting like nobody's ever won a six and a half point dogs before? Like, we're home. That matters a lot. It's going to be electric. It's going to be fucking weird seeing Tom Brady come out of the visitor's tunnel. He, has he has he ever even been in that locker room before? And that we'll see. We'll see. Okay. Why don't we take any questions? Anything you guys got to say? Fire away. I just want to point out I'm still here. Those the we there were those. Wait, is she looking for a link? Oh, hold on, hold on. Okay. Hold on. We got a ratchet that wants to come on. Hold on one second. Hold on. Invite. Diane, I'm going to message you the link and you can send it to her because I, to get into the admin, it takes me a minute. Hold on. Come on. There, I just sent you the link there, Diane. Oh, you guys are killing me. Come on, stop it, guys. Stop it. You guys are killing me. How do the trolls on so how do the trolls on Twitter knock it under your skin? Well, first of all, I just boop, boop, black, 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 black. Yeah, they're all over me on Twitter, but it's like three guys making up 20 different names. That's all it is. It's literally just a bunch of Peter readers on there. Talking shit, running their mouths, talking about jacking off, whatever. Like, it's kind of like I said before a million times, kind of weird that you guys are so obsessed with me. A little bit weird. Like, let's be honest. 
but the most satisfying part about this is that they truly thought that like they they got me like they're like we finally got something on turtle boy that he has to he's got to stop now he's got to stop blogging he's got to shut up his credibility's ruined they were convinced that jerry callahan was going to drop me after the scandal they came up with and Jerry called me uh, yesterday. We had a long conversation. He wanted to see how I was doing. I'm like, I'm good. I'm perfectly fine. Have me on whenever. Like, it doesn't matter to me. So anyway, um, we're going to have this chick on right now, actually. I see her backstage. Uh, she was in this fight at the Big E over the weekend. You guys know I don't go to the Big E. Before I have her on, let me just show you the video of what happened. Share screen. And then we'll have her on. So let's watch what happens at the Big E. I just realized I muted myself. So that's not appropriate behavior at all. That's not family friendly. So um, we have backstage one of the ratchets who was involved in there. Let me pull her on. Let me see. Is this, uh, we got Shakira. Is this Shakira? Is that how you say your name? This is Shakira and Talia. Oh, Antalia. Okay. So were you, you two were both in that video. Is that correct? Yes. Those are strangers. Okay. To, those are strangers to us. They were. Okay. So you don't know them. No. So what happened? How, how did that fight start? Okay, so we were at the Big E, we were walking, and my cousin, the guy in the black vest, my cousin knows him. That's her ex-boyfriend. My cousin was talking to his new girlfriend, and the guy in the black vest got upset that they, them two were communicating. He then left and got a group of girls, and they came back. As we were walking around the Big E, continuing our day, the group of girls that he brought with him and him came towards us trying to fight. And we told them no. They began to jump us multiple times follow us around the big game and then they begin to jump Shakira Pacheco again as we're trying to break up the fight as you see in the video wait who are you I'm the one in the video the one that's trying to stop the fight that he he slammed um, oh slammed you're the, you're the one you were the superman one that jumped yes and then he threw you yes and okay. he threw the one with the blue t-shirt too we were trying okay. to break up the fight to get Shakira off of the floor because they already were stepping on her face and everything and the guy in the vest kept wanting, wanting the fight to continue. That's why he was throwing us off. So he was trying to prevent us from stopping the fight. The guy, so it, um, he's, he's not the such guy, a that guy. girl that's on the floor too, that's not his daughter. So somebody wrote an article and said that those were his kids. Oh, who were they? I thought that was his kid on the floor. No, we, I don't know. But he, um, he said that it wasn't his kid. Who, but he was with her. Whoever yeah, he was, was with them. Okay. Yeah, he was with her. He said that I mean, wasn't it wasn't his looked, kid. It did look like he was trying to break shit up. 
No, he was yeah. the one who started them. He was just trying to, he kept throwing us so we wouldn't get to Shakira to help her. Weren't those his kids that were fighting? One of the girls no. looks like one, the one with the red, her. the one with the yeah. red is, yeah. He That's said that kid. that one was his kid. Like afterwards, that one was his kid. But the main one that was on the floor, that was in the, like he had started most of the stuff. He said that's not his kid. So it didn't look like like, like two people on the ground. Who hit who first? Um, as in the biggie cameras and stuff. Like, well, it's gonna come out when it shows on the news that the um, uh, girl, the one that's on the floor, she came up to us, um, and she was trying to punch my cousin from the back. And we told my cousin to turn around. She doesn't even know us. That was a stranger that was with that guy. She came up to us. She doesn't even know us. As soon as she walked up to us, she start, started to swing her arms. Okay. And so you ended up on the ground and that was yeah, the then, uh, Yeah. Then they started all jumping. Are you pressing charges? Yes, I am. And oh. they stole they stole our wallets and our phones. And then they also, I, I just got out of surgery not too long ago. And I went to the Big E. That was my first day walking. I went there to have a good day with my girlfriend and my family. The guy who um, slammed me, he re-injured my um, surgery again. So I'm definitely pressing charges. Okay. okay. Have you talked to the police? Yes. I already went to the courthouse and everything. Everything's already in progress. Oh. Okay. Then. So he's going to be charged? Yeah. They're already going to pick him up because um, he's known for being a woman abuser and a oh. drug dealer out here and stuff. And he does that type of stuff already. He's been to jail multiple times. Now, where are you from? What what town do you live in? I I live in um at at the moment I live in Springfield, but I'm li I live in Florida, so I came oh wasn't down it here. like it was Springfield night at the Big E too? Yes. See, that's your first problem. I never go on Springfield night or oh ever. I never went. There was like I never went to this, like the Springfield yeah. nights or anything. That was my first time going to the Big E and like since oh. I was a kid. Oh yeah, it's it's horrible. Um, but. So the other girl there was the one involved, the one you're with right now. She was the one that was on the ground. Yeah. Is she okay? Um. Yeah, she's doing all right. She's okay. Um, so she's just she dealing with her um head pain since they were stumping her in the head. So there was three of you on your team. No, four. So it was me, okay. Shakira, and then you see the girl with the blue shirt in the video that um the guy threw too, and then you see the girl with the black long sleeve shirt. That's trying to get Shakira off of the ground. Okay. And you were outnumbered? Yes. They kept and harassing. Like, even when after the first jumping, we tried to lead a big E and try to find officers to help. They kept, like, following us nonstop. Oh, wow. Okay. So, and, and when I was going to ask that. When this all dispersed, you all just went your separate ways? Okay. At first, um, when my cousin was talking to his girlfriend, everything was... um fine he came out of nowhere like we was waiting in line to go to a ride and then a girl a group of girls came out of nowhere behind us but the first girl that was in front of the group of girls she just um she was started yelling and everything and she was the first one to start throwing her fists okay are you concerned at all about like other people like there's kids and stuff there like how yeah. old are you guys you said what how old are you guys we're 20, well, 20, 21, 22, and the other one was a minor. She's um, under 18. Okay. Are you, like, worried at all there about kids being exposed to this type of behavior? And yes. That shouldn't, that shouldn't even happen because we don't even know those people. Those were strangers who came up to us and fought, um, jumped us in and stole our stuff. That should not have ever happened inside a public place like that. And security and officers should have been on every corner at that biggie in case of something like that happened. There was nobody to help us. And we... What was the guy's name? Was it Andre Hickson? Was that yes, his name? Yes, Andre Hickson. 
And he's going to be charged. Yes. All right. Will you keep me posted? Will you let me know when he is charged so I can do yes, a follow up? But we're trying. We're still trying to. Since we don't know the people and they were strangers, we're still trying to locate um the other. There was a grown woman there, and we were trying to do charges against her too. But we can't locate her because the one with we the don't Dumbo information. The one holding Dumbo. No, you. That's the problem. You guys only have one video, but there was three altercations. Oh. Somebody so only got to record one video, which was the ending of the altercation. Prior yeah. to that, there was another person involved. To be honest, I didn't really care that much. Like, I'm just, I just thought it was funny. Like, I do, I, this is the kind of blogs I do when I see, yeah, you know, world star shit. I blog about it, period. And I don't, I don't really care about the details that much. I just, it was more about the big E. Like, that's why you don't go to the big E. That was my general take on it. Like, and honestly, I did say, I'm like, the guy is, like, a lot of people are giving the guy credit, but if you raise kids like that that act like gutter muppets in public, then you yeah. obviously done a shitty job. Yeah, to dad. raise kids to steal people's stuff and then hitting people they don't know, that's wrong. Do you have the other videos? No, the on, the, they only got to record one video because they happened at three different locations at the Biggie since we were trying to, like, get away from them. After the first mm -hmm. happened, they kept following us and following us. So, last, lastly, the last video, somebody got to capture it. So, this was fight. this was video number three. That we saw yes basically so we didn't see what happened in one and two was there no because nobody recorded one and two. Oh, oh so there is okay gotcha okay all right anything else so th thank you for coming on sharing your side of the story anything else you'd like to add or no thank you that's all all right well thank you very much and have a good evening you too so that she seemed reasonable she seemed reasonable um all right cool uh, yeah, I mean, if she actually gets the charges pressed, then that's, I'll do, I'll do a follow-up on that. Cause if the guy's actually a fucking piece of shit, I didn't research him that much. Cause again, I didn't really care that much about who was who in that whole thing. I just thought it was, I see a fight at the big E and ratchets throwing each other around. I'm blogging it period. And it's like, I don't care. I'm just going to make a joke of it. Probably. I don't really care too much about the details. Probably give out some names, stuff like that. Um, but you know, she was pretty those two messaged me and they were pretty emphatic that like we're in that video and we're not the bad guys so i let them have their say and i think uh, she made a good case for herself so all right anything else you guys want to talk about anything before we call it an evening any questions fire away if you have any questions I keep freezing here, huh? Yeah, it's weird on my, it must be my computer. Well, that, but how would that make sense? No, there we go. I fucking froze again. Uh, how will it, I, I won't watch it. So I don't give a shit how they do. To be perfectly honest with you, I haven't followed, I won't follow. I'm when I boycott, I boycott for real. I don't give a fuck how the Red Sox do. Don't care. No, I gotta. I haven't talked to Mark in a bit. Uh, I've been busy with my own shit, so I'm not sure about the Daisy Kelly thing. But I'll find out. I'll get an update. My mom's good. She's done with her chemotherapy, so that's good. She has surgery coming up. Uh, it, the, the chemo is very successful. It nixed all those cancer cells zapped them out so now we have surgery to remove the tumor and then more chemo after that 
So we'll see. I did that. Kirk had a good week. Kirk had a good week of pranking. Uh, I mean, that's brilliant. You know, he had that plan for a while. As soon as he saw Tampa Bay on the schedule, he knew it was going to be like the biggest week in sports talk radio. So he just went and uh, had his minifans clog up the line so that nobody could get through all fucking week. It's actually genius. I got to give it to him. That was fucking brilliant. <laughs> no, I won't. I won't boycott the NFL. No, I'm, I'll be the first to admit I'm in an abusive relationship with the NFL, which is ironic because many of their girlfriends are also in abusive relationships with the players. Anything else? Thank you, Caroline. I appreciate that. And thank you to Nancy, by the way, Nancy sent $5 on the donos. Uh, we also got, Oh, we got a hunt. Let me bring up. We got a good message here from, I, I always pronounce his name wrong. Let me share the screen here. On the turtle chat, he says, uh, this is from Christoph. He says, great guest, but I thought she's a liberal. You turn people to the good side. Hooray. That is what's called red pilling. Katie Lawson has been red pilled. At this point, I think it's, and everybody will eventually have their red pill moment when they wake up and realize like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. This team is for this shit. <laughs> it's like, what you guys want fucking criminals to like get away with shit. And you want to like defund the police. You want to call women birthing people. You want to call like, we're getting rid of women. We're going to call them birthing people now. What? That's fucking insane. Insane. You want to let fucking boys compete against girls in sports? What the fuck? <laughs> you know? So, yeah. Like, eventually, you get red. You, you take the red pill. And you realize, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. That's not good. And then, right away, Blindy's sending me uh, all this shit about... Um, <laughs> She's on that shit. She's so good with this My little researcher there about the Andre Hickson. I'm sure we're going to Andre Hickson. We, right away. I see the guy who was in the biggie video, um, man, woman from Western mass caught with six plus pounds of heroin. That was in May. That's good. 2014 Springfield man arrested for heroin following traffic stop. I should have fucking Googled this guy. I just didn't care that much. He also owns the Family First Furniture LLC, incorporated in April, five months ago, which sounds like a drug laundering organization. <laughs> oh, she's good. She's good. He got a $20,000 loan. He got a PPP loan? A heroin dealer got a $20,000 PPP loan? You got to be kidding me. Thank you, Blind. Okay, so that sounds like a follow-up. There we go. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Did I miss anything else here? We love you too, Carrie. I appreciate that. 
Lauren has been trying to red pill me. <laughs> is there any chance? I mean, there's an outside chance if we can get cinema or mansion mansion caves on everything. So I think we're more likely to get him, but there is a chance for sure. I can't believe you got a fucking PPP loan. Unbelievable. All right. Any more questions, guys? Do you skip leg day? No, but Gaffney does. I'll tell you that much. That guy, he he writes a lot about me on Facebook, I guess. He's kind of obsessed with my dick. He's watched the video several times, which is so creepy. Just the creepiest thing I've ever heard in my life. And he's posting the guests about me. Somebody sent me a screenshot. I don't follow him. And they're like, you got we just have a good laugh about him sometimes. He's like, he thinks I'm done. Like he's kind of insane, as we all know. Michael Gaffney is a little bit insane. He went off Facebook for a while and he came back because he thinks I'm like dead and he's dancing on my grave. But as you can see, I'm still here, still doing my thing. Still got all you fine folks out there. I don't think you've gone anywhere because of a little hanky spanky there. That's okay. Uh, how do you donate? There's a there's a, a thing in the top. They are pinned to the top, a donation button. You can click on that. It's very easy. Um, you can go ahead and do that. You don't, you can't default on a PPP loan. You just, it's not even a loan, right? Not even a loan. They, they got attacked by seagulls. They thought his legs were French fries. Dimples on ass. I don't know what that name means or why you have a police dog as your avatar. I don't know what you're getting at there. Miss or Mr. Or who you even are. But you've had enough attention. Okay. You've had enough attention. Any other questions? Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't know what that means. I don't know what dimples on ass is even talking about there, what they're getting at. Such a weird thing, but we'll find out. We'll find out down the line for sure. Thousand dollars. Okay. A pass win. No BS. I'll take it. If you, if, if that actually happens, I'm going to hold you to that. I don't do Pokemon. I don't, I'm a grown-up. I don't do Pokemon. Gaffers has gone to the other side. When Gaff and KP are your enemies, life isn't bad. And they've got a couple new recruits over there, too. Richio's with them now. And they got another one, another uh, former friend of Turtle Boy over there. That, that's the beauty of this all as Brett would like to point out. It's like all these fucking assholes find each other because they all hate each other and they turn on each other and uh, you know, they talk shit about each other. And then when they decide they don't like me, they all just join forces and they just forget. And guess what? None of them can stop me. None of them. And that's the beauty of this all. I always win. Always. Anything else? Misery does love company. That's correct. They've got zero principles. Exactly. 
no principles, those people. Brezcott says, <laughs> hey, that'd be dope. If we win and that, that'd be cool. <laughs> I'm not even, I, I, I don't even like mentioning Milky Mike there because he's not worth any attention, but he is fucking obsessed with me. And it's weird. Like Mike Gaffney, talk about jerking off. He's definitely touched himself to me. I guarantee it. I've never seen one man so obsessed with another man. It's fucking weird. And if you were his wife, wouldn't you sit down with him and be like, dude, a little bit weird, your obsession with this man. A little bit weird. Stop it, dimples on ass. Stop it. Okay, any other questions, guys? All right. Um, so I don't see any of the donos to, to shout out there. So I guess we will call it an evening then. And we will see you guys all for the next episode of the Turtle Boy Live on not this weekend. Uh, I will be live streaming the game on Sunday night. So that won't be a regular show. We're just going to watch football together. All right. Peace, Turtle Riders.